our busy world, family time frequently gets neglected. It is vital that we give attention to our families while we can, and it is especially important to give attention to what God says in His Word about our homes. For the next few minutes, let's join Scott Pauley as we open the Scriptures and find God's message for your family. If someone asked me what books of the New Testament give the fullest treatment on the family, I would say Ephesians and Colossians. You know, Ephesians and Colossians are really twin epistles. They, they run like parallel tracks in the same direction if you just compare the two letters. And both of them have classic passages, summary passages on marriage, on child-rearing, on the relationship within the Christian home. And yet, the one book that Paul wrote in the New Testament that seems to have almost no reference to the family is, in fact, I think, one of the greatest books for the family. It is my favorite book of the Bible. It's the book of Philippians. It is sandwiched between Ephesians and Colossians. So, in Ephesians and Colossians, there's a great deal of instruction about marriage and child-rearing and family relationships, but between them, in the little book of Philippians is one of the open secrets of Scripture, one of the great keys that unlocks God's fullest blessing on a family. I'd like to talk to you for the next few days in our study from the book of Philippians on this subject, a joyful home. In our homes are full of so many things, some of them good, sometimes bad, but rarely do you ever see a home that is just overflowing with the joy of the Lord, and yet isn't that exactly what it's supposed to be? Now let's begin where God begins in the book of Philippians, Philippians chapter 1. And verse number 1, we read these words, Paul and Timotheus, the servants of Jesus Christ, to all the saints in Christ Jesus which are at Philippi with the bishops and deacons, grace be unto you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. I thank my God upon every remembrance of you, always in every prayer of mine for you all, making request with joy. And so we have it, the very first mention of joy in a book that mentions it in some form 18 times. Think of that. 18 different references to joy in four little chapters of the Bible. And this book, I believe, teaches us God's great message of being joyful Christians and having joyful homes. You know, we are preparing right now in our family for a wedding and uh, I have mixed emotions as dad, uh, but we're excited. And uh, all in all, we understand that weddings are very joyful occasions. And yet, the sad truth is that for so many people, the wedding is the happiest time of their family life. Friend, it's not supposed to be that way. No, the joy is to increase and to grow. I, I see so many weddings that are joyful occasions, and then the marriages are absolutely miserable, and the children are absolutely miserable. There must be a joy that is connected not to an event or not confined to an emotion or particular time, a joy that is connected to all of life. That is really what we are given in the book of Philippians. Now, long ago in our study through Scripture on enjoying the journey, we walked through the book of Philippians. 
Uh, you can listen to those studies and, and walk through the scriptures with us. But what I want to do with you is walk through the book of Philippians and show you several principles from the book of Philippians that are connected to joy that can be applied right in our own homes. I want to show you how to have a joyful home life. So let's start right here in verse number 4 where the Bible says, uh, Paul said he made his request for them, his prayer request for them, with joy. Here's the first great principle. If you want to have a joyful home, you ready for this? Pray for one another. God always connects joy to prayer. In fact, just this morning, I was talking to the Lord about some things, and while I was praying, in fact, I was praying for my family, God brought such a joy to my heart. And I was reminded again, personally, experientially, that as we commune with God, God reminds us of his great sufficiency. As we talk to the Lord, the Lord takes our burdens and replaces it with his joy as our strength. Oh, I'm convinced of this. If you want to be joyful, don't wait for someone else to make you happy. Instead, go to the God who is the source of all joy himself. Pray, my brother. Pray, my sister. There's a beautiful order here in Philippians chapter 1 when we read a moment ago. Did you notice that grace and peace come before joy? Most people are chasing after joy, but they're not experiencing the grace of God. They're not living with the peace of God ruling in their hearts. But when God's grace and God's peace have their proper place, then joy is the beautiful byproduct of all of that. And so, my friends, seek the Lord's grace. Seek the Lord's peace. Seek to commune with God in prayer. And as you do, you will find God's overwhelming, overflowing joy comes to bear in your own life. There's also another little secret here. In verse 4, he says he's praying for them, but in verse 3, he says he's thanking God for them. Remember that praise is always to accompany our prayer. Uh, we are to pray with thanksgiving. It's one of the great open secrets of prayer. that We enter into his gates with thanksgiving, into his courts with praise. Uh, so maybe we should say it this way. Don't just pray for one another, but thank God for one another. Uh, praise and prayer will bring the joy of the Lord into your home. Because first, it brings it into your heart. There's the joy of intercessory prayer. You know, there really is a joy in giving to others. And there's also a joy in praying for one another. Uh, so often, our prayers are so selfish. We're praying for us and us alone. But when you begin holding up others in prayer, bearing one another's burdens, and so fulfill the law of Christ, uh, then you find the great joy of entering into Christ ministry. This is, this is what intercessory prayer is. It's the work Jesus does. And it is the greatest thing you can do for those that you love. And then there's not only the joy of intercessory prayer when we pray for one another, but there's the joy of answered prayer. Because you start seeing God do what you cannot do. All of our lectures, all of our worry, all of our human intervention, all of our material resources cannot do for our family what our prayers can do. Why is that? Because when you pray, it's not just you working or speaking. When you pray, God works. And when you pray, God says what you cannot say. If you want a joyful home, let's start right here in Philippians chapter 1. Let's learn to praise God for one another and then pray for one another. And I'm convinced when the Lord has his rightful place in our devotional life each day, in our conversations, in our communion, then joy will grow out of that. I'm reminded again and again through Scripture that really 
A happy home has less to do with what you take out of it. Yes, there's some things you ought to get out of your home. And anything the Holy Spirit prompts you to get out of your home, get out of your home. Uh, evil influences and, and worldly distractions, remove them as much as possible. But really, a joyful home has less to do with what you take out of it and more to do with what you put into it. Put praise back into your home today. Put prayer back into your routine today. And when you do that, the Lord himself will put his joy back into your home. Could I give you a homework assignment? Could I challenge you to take the book of Philippians over the next few days and just read through it on your own? Meditate in these scriptures. You may even want to read them with your family. Mark the 18 occasions where you find some form of the word joy. Start making your own joy list, uh, your own list of practical ways that you can have the joy of the Lord in your home. Uh, pray your way through the book of Philippians. Because I'm convinced that this book of joy will teach us not only how to have happy lives individually, but how to enjoy the Lord's presence collectively with our families. This is God's way to have a joyful home. We hope that you will spend some time talking with your family today about these truths from God's Word and spend time praying for each member of your family. You may find additional podcasts, helpful articles, full-length Bible messages, and other resources at enjoyingthejourney.org. Until next time, may God bless you and your family.